curious. You would make an excellent Cephalon, Tenno. Welcome to Cephalon Squared, a Warframe community and podcast. Join the community at Cephalon Squared on Twitter and Facebook, or send us a voice message via the Anchor app. Now, sit back and enjoy the show. Here are your Cephalons, Greg and Lucas. G'day Cephalon Collective and welcome to episode 21 of Cephalon Squared. My name is Cephalon Greg and I am joined by the ever-pleasant Cephalon Lucas. How are you today? I am very tired, um, but I'm doing good. It's it's, uh, it's been a busy weekend getting this moving and packing and done, but... Um, yeah, they kind of uh, pulled that, that one on you really quickly, didn't they? They pulled a shifty. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sneaky buggers. Dodgy um, brothers. Can't, can't do much about it, but... Um, yeah, get the hell out, find place. a new place to live. Yeah, moving into a new place on... I think Tuesday night or, or Wednesday morning, one of the two. Um, that's well, Wednesday is when we'll have electricity in the new place. Um, so it looks like Wednesday I actually, I actually don't think I'll be able to play the uh, Fortuna release. Oh yeah, you poor bastard! Unless you leave your PlayStation and TV till very last. Oh, I think I'm going to. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, I've got. Um, my son's brand new bed getting delivered on Tuesday, so I might have to put that together. Oh, might yeah. have to throw a tantrum and just say, no, it can wait a couple of days. <laughs> he can sleep on the floor. He'll be uh, fine. He's seven. He doesn't know anything about sleeping and having his sore back. <laughs> so just, just a bit of a forewarning to the listeners. There may be a little bit of an echo as my bedroom is currently empty. Um, so expect a little bit of an echo this recording. Sitting in an empty room. Oh, good. No wackers. <laughs> That's all good. We uh, we still love you, I guess. <laughs> all right. So, on to Cephalon Warframe time. Woo! What did we do in Warframe this week? Not much, maybe. Um, you've been packing, so what did you do? <laughs> nothing. I have done absolutely nothing. Um, I've, I've probably jumped on two, three times just to get my daily login rewards i i didn't even have a chance to get the uh the, i was just about um, to say did you get ribbon? gifted a lotus no i didn't even have a chance to do that it's all right as usual i got a shitty one well i got embolist but i, I don't even have an embolist anymore uh, so i'm like yeah no by the time yeah. i jumped on there was uh there was no decent um squads running for the riven so i, I just kept getting um partnered up with very very low level people and, it was quite uh, a challenging interception, actually. Oh, yeah. It was like level 60 to 80. Yeah. I tried yeah. to do it on Switch <laughs> with my Mastery Rank 4 character, and it was a joke. Yeah. Um, mm. Yeah. So I, I did a, the first couple of runs uh, I, since I tried it like midnight last night for us. Um, first couple of runs I tried with Limbo because, you know, Limbo in interceptions is amazing. Um, but there just wasn't enough support from from people to uh knock back those nullifiers yeah so we just got yeah, no, overwhelmed that... quite quickly and then from it's there it was get overwhelmed. titania and titania was was a lot better um but uh no nah. no nah, didn't end up getting it failed miserably Fair enough. 
shit happens. Probably yeah. would have turned into a crappy one like mine did. Well, um, I was actually going to save it, save it the uh, opening until um, Tuesday. I don't know if it would have given me the opportunity to possibly get a a kit guns um, riven, but yeah, yeah I would I would have saved it. True, because I'm pretty sure it um, randomizes on opening, not when you fuck, when you get it. it. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, I did a fair bit, did a, a lot of leveling, um, helping some new people on Switch. Uh, we just grew massively on Switch this week. I mean, still only about 15-odd people in the clan, but um, the start of the week we only had six or seven, so uh, lots of people joined, which is, is awesome. Um, yeah, I don't even know what I did. It's been a bit of a blur this week. I finished that review I was talking about last week. I got into a certain closed alpha for a game about a, a song that people sometimes take a knee for in America. <laughs> um, <laughs> can't subtle. say anything about that. Very, very subtle. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, all right. So yeah, there wasn't too much, but we're, we're, there is news about uh, the console Fortuna stuff. So obviously next week's going to be a different story. So let's kick into it. This is going to be a massive, massive episode. We have DevStream 120. There's a, there's a, quite a bit of news as well, and both of our um, advanced our tip sections are going to be um, quite lengthy themselves. So we apologize in advance, but it's going to be full of really good information. So let's get into it. News. There was a new Fortuna theme that has hit the PS4. So we knew this was coming, but it's finally hit. Um, both Lucas and I have installed it. What do you think, Lucas? I fucking love it. <laughs> it looks really good. It, it looks fantastic. And also to have that constant, uh, Fortuna, uh, we all lift together song playing in the background is just, it's great. <laughs> it's not going to get annoying. No, 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 no well, well, way. Well, I, I've, I've used the, um, uh, one of the Final Fantasy 14, um, themes for the past year. Um, and I've never once got annoyed with the music from that and this time the music's a hell of a lot more catchy and better so i don't think this i think this one's gonna last me quite a long time (laughs) good luck all right apart from that the winter winter solstice items are back of course even though it's not winter at all down here in australia um, but they are back in the market for Warframe, and they are all very similarly sort of themed skins for different weapons and Warframes. Um, go in to the market and look for Winter Sol- Solstice, and you'll find them. Uh, I believe there's also five new glyphs on the PS, the PC, that should hit the consoles at the same time when the new um, Fortuna update hits. And when is the Fortuna update hitting? I'll let you announce this one. Lucas, go. Well, this will be releasing on December 10th, which for us Australians is on Tuesday, but for everyone else in America and such is on Monday. Exactly. So for all of us at the time of recording, it's just over a day away. So that's um, bloody exciting for everyone. Um, And... Certification just took a few days. It's amazing for such a massive, massive update. Um, so I guess just all of the the years of working with Xbox and PS4, um, yeah, it's all resulted in very quick certifications. Can't complain. No, I definitely can't complain. Yeah. 
part of the announcement for that was that there would also be a new cartoon that's being released this week, uh, which is part of a collaboration with Mashed. They're doing an old school cartoon based on Warframe. I'm pretty sure it's just one episode that they've done for a bit of shits and giggles, but it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun and I'm looking forward to it. What are your thoughts, Lucas? I can't wait. <laughs> it looks great. It, it does look really good. It looks, it looks very well done and uh, I think it's going to be quite enjoyable. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of the original uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. That's the feel I get um, from it. Looking looking forward to seeing what kind of um, uh, plot they give it, so that should be good. Yeah, it'll be awesome, hopefully. Okay, moving right along. Um, Chroma Prime is ending on December 18th. The next Prime was announced in DevStream 120, so we'll get to that. <laughs> so that means Chroma Prime and Graham Prime... Uh, well, basically, the Chroma Prime access is the only thing that's going. So keep that in mind. Chroma Prime himself will remain in the Relic uh, loot pool, but Chroma Prime is going. However, Banshee Prime is leaving the loot pool, so she's getting vaulted when the new prime comes in which is um i think it's leaving on december 18th and starting on december 18th this time around that's usually how it, how it goes i thought it started the next day that's why i thought one ended one day and then it started the next day but the way it sounds it's all happening on the same day um unless they mean that chroma prime is actually finishing up properly on the 17th and will be gone on the 18th because they can't have two prime prime accesses on the same time no, it's pretty much the second one leaves, the the, the other one starts up. Yeah. So. It's like a straight roll into it. Exactly. But they said Chroma Prime ends December 18th and Mesa Prime starts December 18th. So I'm confused as to exactly which day, which one happens. So we'll have to fi find that out actually because it may matter for some people. Who knows? Depends when people get paid. Maybe they've been waiting to get Chroma Prime. I don't know. Probably better to wait. We'll get to that. Anyway, the rest of the news is pretty much in the dev stream. So we'll just get to it. Uh, before we do go on, though, we have been promising a new logo for a couple of weeks. We did say we were going to have a, a new logo for episode 20. Uh, Lucas and I were discussing recently whether or not we would use the new logo that Lotsaw uh, created for us, uh, which we are very, very grateful for. But... Um, having seen the work that our friend is putting into the new logo, I'm pretty sure that's going to be the new, uh, the new way forward. And from my perspective, I don't want to change the logo up too many times. I'd rather, if we're going to sort of change again in another five episodes or so, five or 10, whatever it may end up being, um, I'd rather stay with this crappy old thing. Uh, for another five episodes or so rather than change for a couple of episodes and then change again because I, th I think that could get a little bit confusing but that's just my thoughts if you disagree with me and you think i'm a big idiot send me a message i like being told i'm an idiot <laughs> i got two sisters <laughs> yeah, enough said <laughs> anyway um let's move into the discussion about devstream 120 um i'll start here with the announcement that one million tenno are already registered on Switch, which is pretty interesting. It's only been like 10 or 20 days and a million people have already started up and, and started playing. So that's cool. Yeah, has not been long at all. No. Um, Switch Fortuna build is being worked on, but there's no build, no information as yet. So although Fortuna is coming to Xbox One and PS4 on Monday the 10th, 
it's not coming to Switch. So, hmm. The next bits of info they went over was stuff we've already mentioned, the Chroma Prime access and uh, the cartoon that's coming. Um, but they did go into a little bit of a, a um, side note around the mod issues that they've had. Uh, now, there have been issues with modding, particularly around Fortuna 69, um, which is an instance of uh, on the PC that got kept around. Was, you know, D has a bit of a sense of humor. There's, there's been a lot of fun and games, but some of the mods started to get a little bit happy with the banhammer, I think. Do you know much about what, what happened there with the modding? No, honestly, I, I very rarely go into the general uh, chat, so I don't I don't see a lot of this. But um, I, I, all I've heard that is it has been a pretty big issue, and it's not just the uh, Fortuna sixty nine. Um, there's been others in the past, so this is a good a good thing for them to address uh, finally. Yeah, so I think the Fortuna sixty nine thing just sort of brought everything to a head and made it sort of more serious. Yeah. Um, so D's decided to work with a third-party moderation company um, to improve chat mod. So we'll see that where that goes. Um, it's it's good because you know I think a lot of the people they were using were volunteers or uh, inexperienced, and sort of um, that can only go so far. I think. Yeah, I mean, you look at you look at um, D's red text, and you know that that can sometimes have a um, somewhat questionable content on it, but. Um, some of the stuff that they put in red text honestly seems a bit more mature than something like Fortuna 69. Yeah, it's they they like to make a few jokes and making jokes is okay, but you know there's a line, I think. Um <clears throat> but I don't think the Fortuna 69 thing was really a major issue. I think it was more the way that the mods were dealing with it that was the issue. So um Please, if you do know about it, because this was a PC thing, it wasn't so much anything that happens on console, so that's why we're sort of separate from it. Um, there's not much a lot that we know about it. Let us know. Give us give us the details. We'll um, we'll detail it a little bit more. I might even jump into the forums and just have a bit of a read. Anyway, moving along, because there's nothing else we can say about that. There are two new UI themes coming along. There's a stalker theme and the corpus theme. They both look fantastic. What do you think, Lucas? Uh, I got it. It's it's a hard choice. Um, the stalker one, I like. I like the the flow of the uh, the lines and 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 uh, symbols for the stalker one, but I like the the sharp edges of the corpus one. So I think they both look fantastic. But when it comes down to it, I don't know which one I want more. Yeah, I think they both look really good. Personally, I think I like the corpus one more, even though um, the stalker one is a bit more edgelord which is maybe a little bit more me <laughs> i like my extreme metal so shut up <laughs> so you know that that might suit me a little bit more but corpus one just looks really good however all of that said we haven't even got fortuna yet which means we don't have the fortuna theme and that's the one i'm getting yeah no that's true that's fair <laughs> so it's really simple um next steve showed some controller input demos so basically he was looking at the switch and realized that some of the code was wrong on uh, uh aiming down the hip so he started playing with it and he started looking into the code and he started realizing that there was a whole bunch of changes he could make not just to hip fire um but to other things and those changes are actually going to result in controller input 
improvements across all platforms, including using the, the controller on PC. So um, that can only be good because sometimes the controller can be a bit fiddly. Uh, and if it's going to in improve accuracy and things like that, which is what it sounds like it's going to do, yay. Yeah, yeah. So essentially beforehand when uh, turning the ca spinning the camera around, um, the second you'd stop moving, there'd be a slight slowdown uh, where the camera would keep moving for a, a few uh, pixels um, now with these changes it, as soon as you stop moving for the camera it stops in place it's it's yeah, yeah this is going to be by pixels you meant frames yeah frames yeah. <laughs> but that's right we knew what you were talking about so, um, i'm glad someone did <laughs> yeah it looked good it actually looked like it uh, it could be useful but uh, until it's sort of in practice we won't know um, it did miss the Fortuna update, so we should say that it did miss the Fortuna update. It's not coming this week, um, the controller updates. Anyway, with three more um, animal conservation critters coming to Fortuna Part 2, that means there's going to be more floofs coming. So they showed them off. They're cute. They're just as cute as the other floofs. Anything to say on those, Lucas? I need all the floofs. Yeah, we need all the floofs. <laughs> all of you PC people who have had a month in advance, we're about to start the grind, and it's going to be great. I'm looking forward to it. All the floofs. All right. So the next thing was probably the biggest, most important thing. So um, they demoed Baruch, the new Warframe. So we'll give him a little bit of an intro, but then maybe we'll just do one ability each, Lucas. Yeah, sounds good. Alrighty, so he is the monk frame. He's got a weird little man bun. Um, exactly what they were going to do with him, I wasn't sure. But now that I've seen it, um, and just so you know, I mean, I haven't really mentioned this about myself, but I did karate for about 15 or 20 years. For a long part of my life, I did karate. Uh, so I am a martial artist at heart. I haven't done it in a long time because I got lazy. <laughs> And I stopped, but um, I did it for a long time. So seeing that he is going to be a sort of martial arts frame, I am pretty impressed. Um, I'd like to see how he feels in play, but, you know, it looked good. Now, they did mention that the audio had some African cues. I didn't really notice them myself, but I guess it was probably hard to, to hear over them talking constantly. Um, but did you notice the, the sound effects, Lucas, whether or not they I, had no, I, African I didn't cues? notice any sound effects whatsoever, to be honest. Yeah, I didn't really hear much of anything. So uh, I guess maybe they were also saying it's a dev build and not everything was finalized. So it might have been missing from the version that they showed us, possibly, because it didn't sound any different or anything to me. Anyway, he's got some interesting abilities. How about you kick it off, Lucas? All right. So ability one, Elude, uh, is basically a damage evasion where bullets pass through him um, within a, uh, a cone in front of the direction he's facing. Um, and every time one of these bullets or something passes through him, it builds up what they've called at the moment his edge meter. Um, and we should be clear, that edge meter is pretty much his passive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as, as far as I'm concerned for a first ability, this is pretty fucking good. Yeah, <laughs> it is. <laughs> and it looks good too. It does. So I was wondering why he had a hole in, him, uh, in the image that they shared and pretty much it's just showing off that bullets yeah. go through him. Yeah, that's exactly right. Showing off a lewd. The bullets just pass right through him and will leave like a tiny glowing hole. 
and it, it's yeah. great. It is super cool, but you do have to be facing them. Yeah. They did mention something about melee, but I didn't pick it up. Yeah, no, I didn't um, pick that up either, unfortunately. Um, but I we'll, believe we'll... it works for melee, but again, he probably has to be facing them. Yeah, yeah. Um, it'll be interesting to see if, if range actually affects the uh, the width of the cone. Possibly. Depends on how that matters. Yeah. Because most... I don't think there's any... Um... Oh, the width of the cone. Yes. Yeah. That would matter. Yeah. Because then, it, it, you know, you don't have to fa- face them front on. Yeah. Good point. All right. His second ability they've called sedative. It's essentially a radial sleep, but it doesn't work the same as um, Banshee's sleep. It's not instant. It sort of makes them drowsy and then... uh, Equinox, sorry. Thank you. Um, It's not instant. It makes them a little bit drowsy and then they fall asleep, Um, which is a good thing because while it makes them drowsy, they stop firing and they they sort of... uh, they lose damage that they lose. What's the word I'm looking for? Fuck. It's the same word we forgot last week. <laughs> the ability to aim. Why are we forgetting this word? I don't, I don't God know. God damn. <laughs> it's the weather. Something blame about this podcast. Weather. We'll blame the weather. Blame it on the rain. That's old school. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> um, yes. And then it also gives bonus damage on finishes to everyone in your party. So... Basically, anyone that's asleep, you can go and finish them off, get bonus damage. Um, it's a good thing. Makes them sleep. Also build, builds the edge meter, so the more he sends to sleep, the more edge meter he gets. And just a note to throw in there as well, the um, the radial um, uh, sedative actually stays in place for a few seconds to allow new enemies that enter it to also suffer the effects. Yes, you do. It's it's uh, an area of effect. It's not just an instant sleep. Yes. Correct, Amundo. Yes. So it's cool. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, absolutely. It's going to be awesome. Um, moving on now to the third ability, Subdue. Uh, it actually just creates a a cluster of um, knife like uh, knives. Did you say knives? Did they say knives? They're floaty things. Yeah, they're they floaty, they're floaty they, they things call... with edges. Yeah, they didn't really refer to them as knives. They they referred to them as... Oh, fuck, I can't even remember now. Charges. Charges, yeah. Well, essentially, these charges will uh, fly off to nearby enemies and disarm them, doing dealing a little bit of damage. Um, the main thing of these is not to deal damage. It's simply to disarm. Um, and it also does a bit of a, a damage reduction. Um, if there are no enemies near you, but there are allies, you can actually have some of them pass over to your allies so that they will uh, encircle your allies and essentially do the same thing when they get close to enemies. Um, so this is going to be great and it, it can be recast. Yeah. So you can recharge your charges. Recharge uh, your Just the fact that charges. it can be passed to, to teammates passively. So as, as your teammates are getting, uh, sort of receiving some of those charges, you can recast and give yourself more charges back. That's pretty cool. I mean, I, the one thing I wonder that they didn't really classify, clar- clarify, sorry, was whether or not these disarm charges is a permanent disarm, like Loki's radial disarm. Um, hard to say, but even if it's not, this is a third ability while Loki's is his fourth. So... Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, even with the disarm, I mean, they drop their weapons, they then have to turn around and go and pick, pick their weapons up. up. So it still takes them about five seconds after they've been disarmed to get their weapon back. Yeah, it's good either way. Yeah. And the last ability is called Savagery, which is pretty cool, but it's Exalted Fists. That's pretty awesome. So basically, it's Exalted Martial Arts. He just punches and kicks. It's got its own combos, so they showed off a bunch. And the combos that they were referring to were directional combos, which means they were referring to Malay 3.0 combos. Now, whether or not he's going to be the first that comes in, or this, this ability is going to be the first that comes in uh, with Malay 3.0 combos in it, because they're not going to build the other ones is something to be seen but they they were referring to them as you know pushing forward combos does this pulling back combos does that left and right combos do different things so they the they mentioned a ready combo. yeah oh, defensive yeah. combo with the block Slide and all that kind combo. of stuff so they referred to a radial lift an ice wave a pushback a pull and all of that based on uh directional combos so that sounds really cool they showed a lot of it in um in action uh, and it just looked amazing, especially when he did the pull, actually. Oh, that yeah. looked more impressive than I thought it would be. Yeah. So, aesthetically, the these abilities look fucking amazing. Um, mm -hmm. uh, actual um, usage of these abilities, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I actually think they may have done a really good job with this guy. Um, yeah, I, I was I, afraid, but I don't know. Maybe yeah, I was, I, was curious, I was curious how they were going to do the whole um, passive character, uh, and I think I think they've done a really good job on it. Um, yeah. At this point in time, I actually cannot think of a single thing that I would change. Yeah, and it is important to mention that the edge meter um, that you build up, once it's full, you actually use the end edge meter for your exalted fists. So I don't believe the exalted fists actually uses energy at all. It just drains from the edge meter, but maybe you need to use energy for the initial cast. I don't know as yet, um, but it drains the edge meter. The other thing that the edge meter actually does is also causes damage reduction. So as you build up the edge meter, you're reducing the damage that you take. Um, so he's actually going to be pretty tanky as a result of that. Mm. I and guess it'd, be, it'd be interesting to see what mods they actually had on him when they were showcasing mm. his abilities because he had a very nice, um, I think his shield, his shield was around about 900. Oh shit, I didn't even notice. It was either his shield or his health, I can't, I can't remember. There was one of the, one of the two was sitting around 900. His shield, shield was 900, health was about 300. So if, if that was mm. no mods or just your simple mods then either way that is fantastic I, mm. I doubt it would have been base stats i mean 900 shield as base stat is kind of crazy it could have also been um just dev build they gave him whatever because he also wasn't dying even when he got all the way down to zero yeah that's true, that's true. <laughs> so yeah god mode yeah so we'll, we'll anyway see, we'll see how his stats go when they uh, decide to finally release that but so far I'm I'm impressed and I'm looking forward to him. Yeah, I got to say I am too. I was not originally. Well, I was because uh, the idea of a monk theme frame was cool, but I just didn't know how it was all going to work. So now, super cool. All right. So moving right along, as much as we'd like to hang on and talk about more Baruch, 
who we do think is coming with Fortuna Part 2, but they didn't actually outright state that. Just sounds like it's true. Um, we need to move on. So the next thing they showed off were a couple of deluxe skins. So they showed off the artwork, the planning for the Equinox Deluxe skin. Pretty much the same as what they showed um, a few dev streams ago. Uh, but there were some changes to what was shown. It still looks pretty damn good. Um, did you notice any major changes, Lucas? I didn't. I, th I think there were changes to the colours. That was and that was pretty much it. Yeah. Um, which is good because that, that uh, affects how we sort of um, fashion frame. So. Yeah. Hmm. The next thing was unexpected. Oh, very. <laughs> did you know this was coming at all, Lucas? Because I didn't. I had no fucking clue about this one. <laughs> Wukong Deluxe. Wukong Deluxe. And it looks very, very monkey style. So if you know anything about Wukong, he is based on a character from the uh, story of the Three Kingdoms, the Romance of the Three Kingdoms, which is the story of Monkey, if you if you remember the TV show from the 80s or 90s. Born from an egg on a mountaintop. I don't remember it at all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty popular here in Australia. It was um, a Japanese TV show originally based on the uh, the Chinese bloody um, myth legend. or legend. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's very monkey-like. It looks super friggin' cool. I'm actually really impressed with it. But the first note I took was, looks amazing, but maybe he needs a rework. <laughs> and DE mentioned the same thing. So yeah. they know he needs a rework. Yeah. It is coming. It's planned alongside the skin release, but it sounds like they haven't even started it. What do you yeah. think they can do for Wukong, Lucas? Oh, wow. Um, I don't even know where to start, personally. <laughs> uh, oh, shit. Yeah, no, where where do you start with that? I'd, I'd say <laughs> I'd say probably get rid of his first ability. I mean, I mean yeah, you, you've it's got, pointless. You've got the exalted fucking staff for his yeah. fourth ability, so you don't need an additional staff ability. Yeah. Um, the only thing is then they're going to have to change the augment. Yeah, yeah, but you know they've had to do that in the past with other frames, so that yeah, shouldn't be too much of an issue. Um, I'd say it's do something with the cloud walk because at the moment that's dull, very dull. I mean, maybe speed it up, maybe have it do something. Yeah, kind of like um, revenants. Like, like, like I don't know, conjure clouds in the air that you can use as like um, jumping pads or something. Why can't it? Oh, that'd be sick. <laughs> <laughs> if he was a cloud you, and your um, teammates could jump on you and it bounces you up in the air like a freaking trampoline, that'd be fucking <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Maybe not really practical considering we're bloody ninja frames anyway, but um, could be a healing cloud, could be a toxin cloud. They could do anything with it. Do something else. Yeah. Anyway, I personally, I don't know where to start. I'm... I'm... I'm pretty bad at designing French, but <laughs> we will. Uh, but otherwise, see. otherwise, the uh, deluxe skin looks amazing, and for the longest time, I've been wanting something that actually makes Wukong look good. Because, as far as I'm concerned, in my honest opinion, right now, I can't fashion frame Wukong to save my life. He looks yeah. bad. He looks terrible. I tried to make him look like he was made out of jade, but nah. I think Still I think the look like he's made out of jade. <laughs> I think the best I did was I made him kind of look like one of the flying monkeys from Wizard of Oz. 
Oh, you did too. That's right. That was pretty funny. <laughs> but so. yeah, they can't can't really do anything else with him at the moment. So I'm looking mm. forward to this new skin and rework. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Bring it on. And the next thing I'm sure you're looking forward to as well. Oh yeah. The Limbo uh, Deluxe. Limbo Deluxe. Um, wow. So they actually, they showed it off in game. The textures are pretty good. It's it's very shiny. There's a lot of metallic to it. It's a lot of metallic. It's a lot. And I don't know how I feel about the friggin' nose ribbon or whatever they called it. Yeah. Face knot. I'm still, still not sure about that either. But I do like the fact that they have stuck with the idea of making him look very sentient and giving him no feet with a slight levitation above the ground. Yeah. I mean, he... The... the It looks better now than in the... Um, concept? The concept art, I think, because mm-hmm. the concept art really looked like it would have suited Revenant more, whereas yeah. this, I think, no longer looks like it would suit Revenant more. It does look very sorcerer-ish, it sort of looks um, Eidolon Sorcerer, yeah, but at the yeah. same time, or Sentient it looks, Sorcerer. It, it also looks very, it also looks very Jin. Yeah, it does. Uh, very, I just don't feel like Arabic. it suits Limbo. No, that's, that was one thing I, I have to say. It does yeah, not anything. look like Limbo. It's 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 definitely good. It's a great design. It, it's fantastic. But I just don't know if it suits him. Yeah, it, it does not. It, you look at this and you don't think Limbo. You think literally anything else. I, I mean. The, with the head shape, it could be even Cora. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, true. But true. No, it, it doesn't look anything like Limbo. It's a complete. Um, it's it's completely different from Limbo's normal aesthetics. Yeah. yeah uh, so that, that uh, that's kind of weird. I mean, you look at like any other frame with their deluxe skins, and they still have some form of. Um, some form of identity to them. I mean, you look at Vorbin, his, his, his new deluxe skin that came out, giant metal man. Uh, yeah. And he's an engineer. So he had, um, you know, pumping pistons happening. Yeah. I mean, Nidus, the whole infested frame, um, deluxe skin, give him eyeballs that move. Yeah. Give him ghost and, um, arms with fucking bones in them. I mean, Neja, another Asian frame, had a very sort of Asian themed dragon. Yeah, very dynasty skin feel well. to it. Yeah, um, but whereas this one just, I don't know, it's, it's a it's bit not, out of left field. It's not limbo. Yeah. So anyway, let us know your thoughts. Probably tell us we're wrong. That's all right. We generally are. Looks fantastic. I'll probably get it, but it does. It's not limbo. Yeah. But we'll see how, we'll see how it fashion frames. That's the important part. <laughs> oh yes, very very important. Okay, so um, they then went into discussing the orb fight. So I thought they were going to do. I didn't know what they were going to do because I knew they weren't going to show off the fights, but I thought they were going to show us a little bit more. They basically showed us nothing. <laughs> um, essentially, Steve, essentially nothing. Well, they showed us a, a video, but the videos. The video showed nothing. us nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so Steve said that the orb fights will require a minimum standing, which makes sense. Um, you know, you've got to work together with the Sol- Solaris VIPs, he referred to them. And he also referred to them as a, as a sting operation to attack the orb. So it sounds like it's going to be a little bit more mission oriented than opposed to just going and fighting the orbs. 
So maybe you sort of have to um, sabotage them or something. Yeah, I don't know. But I'm, I'm thinking there may be something like uh, three or four missions beforehand to basically make them vulnerable so that in the last mission you can actually go and damage them. Something like that, probably. Yeah, so... Which is an interesting way of doing things. Um, we'll see how it all sort of plays out. The first one will, of course, be Profit Taker, which we knew. Um, and then they showed the video. And one of the things that they showed in the video was that you can use the Arcwing weapons. We'll get back to that. <laughs> <laughs> we will get back to that. So the next thing, you go on, Lucas. I know you want to... All right. So the next thing crazy. was the uh, the new Prime that they've revealed. And by now you all know that it's Mesa. Um, she looks amazing. Absolutely amazing. And she's coming along with the Akchigara Prime and the Redeemer Prime. Um, which I'm very excited about. Not expected. About. Not expected yeah. at all. I mean, I love the gun blades, um, but this is this is fantastic, giving us a, a prime version of one of the gun blades. Exactly. I'm really interested to see what they do with that, to be honest. Yeah. The Redeemer itself isn't a bad weapon, um, but it just wasn't great. And if they can make it great by making it a prime weapon, oh boy. I am excited about it. So absolutely, and I mean yeah. they did they did show off the Akjagara Prime um, quite a while ago, as it was originally put in as a weapon that would come with Chroma Prime. Um, yeah. So it's good that they've decided they decided to hold back on that and actually reach the Akjagaras with Mesa because it just, it fits the aesthetic a hell of a lot better. Yeah, it really does, and. If you know me, you know I'm not overly impressed by Mesa myself. Um, I know she's a very strong Warframe, but I just kind of find her a bit boring to play with, personally. And I also wasn't very impressed by her looks. But Mesa Prime is, it, from what I've seen, and they only showed us a couple of images, she's maybe the best looking frame in the game now oh easily or she will be when she's released easily. It's, they just they hit the nail right on the head with that um with that design she looks fantastic gonna be a little bit um it's gonna be a little bit difficult to fashion frame her into something even better than her base but i'm gonna try it <laughs> she just looks freaking amazing so she does start december 18th possibly 19th i just gotta get those dates right they did say december 18th though on all platforms except for the switch so because the switch came out a little bit after um chroma prime they're figuring out what to do with that now they can't always be behind so no. they don't want to be they know they can't be so they're just they're probably just going to give chroma prime a little bit longer and Mesa Prime a little bit shorter, and then the next one will be um, in time with all of the others. So keep an eye out for more info on that. Um, on top of Mesa, Mesa Prime coming, there's more bracket op options. So the brackets of the legs for the Moa pets, three new ones. We'll see on console on Tuesday that at the moment there's only one. Um, I think it's only aesthetics that changes because all of the brackets, the only thing they do is allow you to choose the polarity of one of the slots. 
on your Moa companion. So I'm pretty sure they're all going to give you the ability to choose the polarity of one of your slots. They'll just look different. So fashion frame is important. We all know Fashion that. frame is very important. It's the true win game. Apparently. <laughs> New operate saw suits, because I can't England. New operator suits are coming as well. They are based on the vent keys. So one of them even has a floof belt, which was kind of cute. Did they mention Must whether or not have. you could change <laughs> change the floof that's hanging off the belt? They did not mention this, um, mm. but I, I doubt it. Uh, and I don't think the colour of the floof can actually be changed either. Uh, as they mm. did kind of change... They, they did take the base colours that Reb had on her uh, operator and swapped it over to the default colours and the floof's colour did not change. Um, you know what they could have done, Lucas? What could have they have done? They could have made it like a... Um, Accessory? Oh, yeah. What do you call those things that ha- hang off melee weapons? Ah, Sugatra. 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 They could have made a belt Sugatra for the operators. They could have made a belt Sugatra. They oh my god. Imagine it. imagine if you get a floof su- uh, Sugatra for your melee weapons. Holy oh, shit. Must have. DE, do this. Please do this. Idea. I'd like to have a floof <laughs> hanging off my freaking um, Redeemer Brian. <laughs> <laughs> All of the above. That's a great idea. God, we're awesome. They should be paying us for these ideas. We will accept money. Or even just love and respect. Sad tear. Solitary tear. Anyway, um, <laughs> the next thing they showed off was the Nixon Titania reworks, which are coming with Fortuna Part 2. They're aiming for Fortuna Part 2 to release on PC before the Xmas holidays. Um, Xmas? Uh, what's his face? Steve. Good old what's his face. He mentioned that, um, well, he kind of suggested, oh, can we release it next week? And the other guys said, no. So it must be coming <laughs> along pretty soon. Obviously, it's not going to release next week. But... Um, one thing I do want to point out about the Nyx changes, something that wasn't actually uh, mentioned to us beforehand, mm-hmm. uh, with the mind control ability, any damage that you put into your mind control target, once the duration is up, uh, will actually deal damage to that enemy's health, more than likely killing it. So you don't oh, have to worry the about four the... After seconds. Yeah, after, after, after the... F- yeah. Um, so once the duration has actually run out, instead of having to then kill your previously mind-controlled uh, enemy, it will just automatically die. Yes, they did mention that. Sorry, I was misunderstanding what you were saying. Yes, but they all, didn't they also mention that it dies and explodes? Or am I thinking of something completely different? Uh, I think you may be thinking about something entirely different. Okay, uh, ignore that. Yeah. That didn't happen. Yeah, but, <laughs> but, but the changes look amazing. They look good. Oh, yeah. and um, that mind control in general, they did it on a butcher and the butcher was just was one hitting everything. Um, I'm looking forward to these changes even more now. <laughs> yeah, it did look really good. And um, a disclaimer. So last week, I think it was Lucas and I were talking about the Titania changes and I was confused as to whether or not you could now cast it once and get all four buffs. I was wrong. Lucas was right. You cast. You still have to cast it on different enemies to receive the buffs, but instead of having to recast it to to power up the buff, basically, you just have to cast it once to get the full strength of the buff, and subsequent recasts just refreshes the duration. So 
just had to be clear on that because I was wrong and that would have been very misleading because um, you would have been mega overpowered if you got all four buffs on one cast. Oh, absolutely. Um, even, even now, I think it's still going to be overpowered, especially if you manage <laughs> to get the cast on a um, uh, on a, an enemy companion uh, to get that companion power increase um, for the for Titania's razor wings because as it stands right now her razor wings will tear everything apart if you're giving them a 75% damage boost well then shit <laughs> yeah but it is just duration based so it's okay to have that for a little bit there's not too many enemy um, companions around so it's probably not something you can have too often no Still cool, unless though. you're unless you're doing something like an endless mission, survival, defense. Yeah, true. Where something like that. Start to pop up more often towards the end. Yeah. Okay, so they're going to be cool. Um, Gas City rework is targeted at early next year. We knew this was the case, but they did say that it's probably coming with a new Warframe as well. So they are smashing out the content. Uh, we don't know how soon Gas City is coming out in in the new year it could be february so it could be a couple of months away still but still wow they're still giving us a lot of content right now i mean we haven't even received fortuna yet um we know fortuna part two will probably be early january um, for us for us yeah maybe maybe late january um and then with gas city right around the corner after that (laughs) Uh, I think I think the start of 2019, 20, yeah, 2019, I think the start of 2019 is actually going to be quite nice for Warframe. Yeah, it is. I mean, the only thing is, um, I have a lot of, uh, we have a lot of PC player friends um, in the Discord and in other places, and it's hard to say whether or not some of them are burnt out or bored by uh, Fortuna after only a month. Uh, mm. But the same kind of thing happened with um, Planes planes so yeah. i don't think it's such such a bad thing or anything that's not to be expected all right moving right along um the only other thing is the arcwing we- weapons so we mentioned that you will be able to use certain arcwing weapons while running around on the ground it, it will slow you down but you'll have more powerful weapons but because we get them the enemy factions will also be able to get them and they showed off an enemy a corpus with a fluctus i think it was yeah. um firing away and it just looked deadly and scary oh yeah i'm 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 looking forward to it for the difficulty i'm not looking forward to it to the for the fact of what it is (laughs) Mm. it looks like it could be nasty oh yeah and and we thought nox was bad (laughs) (laughs) exactly so it could be fun could be good things um the only other thing that was mentioned that's probably worth mentioning is that there may not be another dev stream before the end of the year so this might be the end of the dev streams which means for us um we'll have some more time to get some interviews in so the people who are waiting in line wink wink hopefully we'll get those interviews done within the next week or so so that we can put them into our next couple of episodes but it's also going to be christmas so people probably not going to have as much time to listen to podcasts so we can make them shorter which is also another good thing Anyway, anything else you want to say about anything that was in DevStream 120, Lucas? No, we've covered everything. We got uh, got into all the, the uh, nooks and crannies of all the juicy, juicy things to come still. So I think we did good. 
It was pretty juicy, and we still have a lot more to talk about. Oh, yes. <laughs> so during the week or last week, I can't remember when it was, Moth Hop on our Discord said, hey, can you talk to us about how the bloody spectres work? Because I don't understand how they work. So I think this was just before we recorded last week's episode, and I said, no, I can't because I have something planned, but I'll do it next week. So I'm here to talk about spectres, which is a really interesting topic because it's far more complicated than I had realized. Uh, there's a whole bunch of different spectres. What are spectres, for one? If you're a new player, you've probably picked up some spectre blueprints and you don't know what they are. Essentially what they are is it's the ability for you to summon a companion on demand. So you build them in your foundry, you put them into your gear slots, and you consume one at a time. And when you consume a spectre charge, it summons one of the spectres that you consume. Um, the interesting thing is, you can have only one of each type at a time. And if you put every single spectre into your gear wheel, you can technically have one of every single spectre type type at a time you can have multiples you can only just have one of each type that was something i learned today doing this um research so that's pretty cool um with your specters you can command them to halt or to follow you uh, there is a button that's specific to each platform so check it out on your platform um and specters summoned in nightmare missions will attack everyone including yourself and they can't be commanded so just don't summon specters in nightmare missions what are specters good for um i think they have two very clear use cases one is at the early to mid game for new players that haven't collected enough mods and are struggling in some of the late early game um, and they find them getting their asses kicked while they're still searching to get some better mods. Whipping out a spectre helps you out greatly. It's like having additional companions or additional friends to play with, if you're like me, who has no friends. So, um, that's a joke. I play with Lucas sometimes. Sometimes. When he, when he lets me. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you can use those when you're in the early game and you can have a bit of a, uh, you can have a little bit of help. Um, they also can be used in the late game to support and supplement you. And I'll get into that in a little bit later. Uh, so there are multiple types of specters. There are the standard Tenno type, of course. Um, and of the, and basically all that means is you can summon a Warframe. Uh, there are four types of these Warframe Tenno specters. They're called the Vapor, Phase, Force, and Cosmic Spectres. They are represented by stars. So Vapor is one star, four, Phase is two stars, Force is three stars, and Cosmic is four stars. And before I started doing this research, I didn't even know that Cosmic existed because I had never actually gotten the blueprint. With each blueprint, they have different charges. So when you build a Vapor blueprint you will actually get 10 Spectre Charges. Phase, you'll get 5. Force, you'll get 3. And Cosmic, you'll only get 1. Now, the difference between each of them is the um, basically the level of the Warframe. So when you build it, a Vapor will be... Uh, sorry, when you summon it into a mission, the Vapor Warframe will be summoned at the current enemy level or the starting enemy level for the mission, depends on whether you're doing an endless mission or not. Phase, 
Spectre will be the current enemy level plus three. Force plus five. And the Cosmic will be the current enemy level plus ten. So I'm going to be searching down some Cosmics for some late gameplay to help me um, help me out. Because those Cosmics sound pretty cool. They are awarded by completing rescue missions. And this is another thing I didn't know. The award depends on the mission type and the number of points received. I didn't know you got points for doing reward mission, uh, rescue missions. So you get one point for just rescuing and completing the mission. You get an additional point if you don't um, alert, set off the uh, execution sequence. And you get a third point if you kill all wardens. I did not know that. Did you know that, Lucas? I did not know that. That's actually quite interesting. Yeah, so in low-level um, rescues, so level 1 to 15, enemy level 1 to 15, if you get 1 point, you get no spectre. If you get 2 points, you get a vapor spectre. If you get 3 points, you get a, a phase spectre. In levels 16 to 25, if you get 1 point, you get a vapor. 2 points, you get a phase. 3 points, you get a force. 25 plus phase force cosmic in the same way. And if you're playing a nightmare rescue, you get a force um, blueprint for one point and you get cosmic for both two and three points so did you know that the cosmic specter four star specter existed lucas i did know it existed i just didn't know how it was that you actually had to get them i mean i've i've got a few um but i've never actually made them just simply because i don't have a lot of them so mm. i want to be sure um of the loadout that i give them yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. And that's important. So that is actually the next the next uh, note that I have here. You set Segways. the loadout when you build them. Yeah, Segway champion. You set the loadout when you build the blueprint in your foundry. So uh, if you're building a vapor, you're building 10 of them. So you're building 10 of a specific loadout. And if you're early in the game like I was when I first built my first vapor blueprint, and if you don't use all those vapor ones, like I still haven't a thousand hours later in the game, you will still have a crappy frost with a crappy boltor and a furious. Like I still have. So I'm just going to have to use those old vapor ones just to get rid of those. So if you are a new player, you may not be aware that you can actually create multiple loadouts. So when you're in your arsenal, if you, on PS4, if you click the R3 button, down in the bottom right hand of the screen, you'll have your options. And one of the options that you can set is um, renaming your loadouts or renaming your configs or uh, copying or duplicating your configs. When you duplicate, you're copying the current, com current config into another slot. And then you can rename it, you can change the stuff. So basically you can have multiple loadouts for different mission types or different emotions that you're feeling on the day, however you want to do it. It's up to you. You can do whatever you want. Um, and you can choose to use one of those pre-built loadouts or you can go and build your current loadout the way you want it and then use that as the, um, the loadout for your Spectre. So keep that in mind because it has to be the loadout when you're building it. You don't get to choose it at any old time. Um, anything else about the loadout that I should mention? I feel like I didn't explain it properly. Um, not that I can think of. Um, Maybe I explained it all right. I think you, I think you did a pretty good job. 
Okay, so it's it's really interesting. There are so many different types. Obviously, the reason I didn't know that the cosmic ones existed is because I've never actually received all of the points for doing rescue missions because I didn't know the points existed, to be honest. Um, I don't think I've ever killed all the wardens in a rescue mission because I usually just go rescue the target and run away. Um, <laughs> that's just the way I do rescue missions. So now I know if I don't set off the execution sequence, I may as well kill all the wardens and get the best possible um, spectre reward from a mission. So those are the Tenno Spectres. The next are, of course, or the next important ones, are the Syndicate Spectres. There is one Spectre type that represents each Syndicate. So, for example, New Loka has the Ancient Healer uh, Spectre. Red Veil, the Charger, which is an infested Spectre. Arbiters of Hexus has a Corrupted Lancer Spectre. The Perrin Sequence has a Moa Spectre. The Steel Meridian has a Roller Spectre, and Cephalon Suda has a Shield Osprey Spectre, which is also weaponized. So, these can be purchased from each Syndicate for 2500 standing. Each blueprint comes with five charges for each of them, or you can be awarded these um, blueprints for simply killing a kill squad that's sent after you. For, so, for example, I am constantly chased by New Loka, Red Veil, and the Perrin Sequence, so I have a shitload of Ancient Healers, Chargers, and Mowers. Um, so, they're the Syndicates. You can buy, you can buy a lot, because 2,500 standing is pretty easy to get, so you can get your hands on a lot of those. Um, there's also Clem. So you are awarded a Clem Blueprint on completing a Man of Few Words. That comes with five charges. It works very similar to the Tenno Spectre, but of course Clem has his favourite weapons, the Grikata. Um, Barrow Katia also has, or he sells, some very special uh, Spectres, the Corrupted Bombard and the Corrupted Heavy Gunner, both of which would be super cool, but they're extremely rare, and I don't think they've ever been released beyond the PC, so I think both of them were only available for sale once on PC years ago too. So maybe they were overpowered and they decided not to release them into the game. Not sure. Um, let me know if I'm wrong. Maybe they've come back again. In my opinion, the least useful of all of these are the rollers that you get from Steel Meridian and the charges that you get from Red Veil. Both of those die really, really easily and don't do much damage. They're kind of pointless. Um, out of all of them, Probably the most useful is the Ancient Healer, because it does have a 15 meter um, aura around it that will heal yourself and any of your colleagues. So having an Ancient Healer, telling it to stand in a corner and keeping within its aura just to keep yourself healed is probably not a bad idea, especially when you're doing some solo um, endless missions in the late game. Um, so that's something I'm going to start doing. I'm going to buy a whole bunch of ancient healers. I'm not because I'm not with New Loka, so I'll figure out how to do it. But those, those are pretty good. You are indeed. <laughs> um, and the shield Osprey is also pretty good. They do charge your shields, but they they're a little bit too gung ho, if you ask me. They just go off on their own and go crazy. Yeah, and they get killed. Anyway, the Spectres was far more complicated than I had realized. They're probably far more useful than I had realized as well, especially with those Force and Cosmic um, Spectre types. You know, having a, a Spectre that can join you that's five levels or ten levels above 
the current enemy type is actually pretty kick-ass. So um, I will consider using Spectres more. Your thoughts on Spectres before we move on to your topic, Luca? Luca? Uh, one, one thing I wanted to add, just going back to the uh, Clem Spectre, um, after you've done the the mission that actually awards you the Clem Spectre's blueprint the first time around, you will find that every week uh, you will basically get a repeat mission for helping Clem out, and that's how you end up getting yourself more of the Clem blueprints. Ah, it's not a reusable blueprint, is it? No, it's it's five charges, uh, and then you have to read. And th- that's why they have the the repeat quest up every week. <laughs> Clearly, I've never done it. Yeah, <laughs> I've never done it. After I finished a man of few words, I was like, "Why do I want to help Clem every week?" Now well, I understand. Now you know why. Interesting. Thousand hours, guys. <laughs> Uh, but no, I, I, I've, I'm definitely going to be trying to get myself some more of those uh, cosmic charges, and I'm thinking, I'm thinking maybe use it on my Nyx loadout. Yeah, might, might use it on my Nyx loadout. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Jesus. So the other <laughs> thing I didn't mention is the higher level that each of those Tenno Spectres are, the more likely they are to use abilities as well. So the Vapor guys don't use the abilities that much, but the Cosmic guys probably use them constantly, which is why Lucas is saying that he might use it on his Nyx. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So that is Spectres. If I missed anything, or if you've got any further questions about Spectres, hit us up in the places that you know that you can contact us at. Lucas, advanced tip. Go for it. Advanced tip. Drift Mods Part 2. Now... Uh, my initial thought was to try and get maybe two or three of these uh, drift mods done a week. Unfortunately, this one I'm coming around with this week was actually a fairly large one. Uh, so I'm just doing the one this week, and it is the collaboration test. All right, so the first thing is that this test was originally designed for four players. However, it can be done with far less, but I'll get into that a little bit later. Um, So when you actually enter the test room, you'll notice straight away that there's a pressure pad right by the entrance, uh, and there's a tiny, uh, well not really a tiny, there's a a big golden square room in the middle of the room that you can't actually access. Um, The whole test is to try and get into there. So first off, you want to get your first person to stand on the first pressure pad right by the door, and this will then bring out a secondary pressure pad um, that otherwise is completely unreachable. Um, Stepping off the first first pressure pad sends the second pressure pad back to its original position. So this this is why you need more than one person. Uh, So you stand on it, get your friend to jump on the other one, and that will bring up another lot of pressure pads. Uh, From this point, you can actually jump off the first pressure pad and go off and get the next one. At this point, the, these will make four pressure points around the room in, in each of the corners. And standing on one of these pressure points in the corner will open up a cave system in the walls where your other friends will have to go in and find the two corresponding pressure pads in each of the four corners. So there are a lot of pressure pads that need to be pressed. 
Um, once all eight of the secret pressure pads are pressed, uh, then the center room box will actually open up, the base of it will open up, and there will be a, a bit of a wall jump um, walls that kind of appear. You can jump on them and then bounce off them and get into the room. This is where you actually need most of your people. So up until this point, you can, you can easily do it with two people, but once you reach this point, you need to have four people because there are four pressure, pa four pressure pads in this little tiny room and all four have to be stood on at the same time to be able to access the prize room. Um, once you've done that, you unlock the prize room and you have access to coaction drift. Uh, coaction drift at max rank gives a 15% boost to aura strength and a 15% boost to aura effectiveness. Um, so it's pretty pretty good. I think we kind of went over a little bit during one of our minis as a, a mod that we should probably use a little bit more. Yes, we've we've touched on it several times. I think. Yeah. Um, so the reason. And that's pretty much the test done. That's the mod. So the reason why we actually wanted to look at the col the collaborative test this time around is because it ties in quite nicely with the spectres. Um, for that fourth room, it is actually possible to do it with uh, one person. I've actually just recently discovered. It's a little bit tricky, but it is possible. Uh, and one of the things you need for it, if you're going to try and do this solo, is you will need Spectre. Well, actually, thinking about it now, since you've just mentioned you can actually summon one of each Spectre type, you could probably easily just do it with three Spectres. Mm -hmm. uh, and just get one Spectre there to stop on each of the pressure pads. Um, a few other things you can actually use for this is the Operator Mode. Um the operator mode and the warframe individually standing on pressure pads each uh, I did see that um, Saren's malt is another one that can actually be used uh, there's a couple others Loki's decoy and there's a one more I'm trying to think what it was you can use uh, malt you, you can apparently use malt yeah um, so this is this is something I'm going to actually have to test out myself because I did not believe that for one second, especially <laughs> Loki's um, decoy because he's just a hologram. So that, that's, well, that's it depends how they've coded him. They mm. they've obviously coded him with some sort of weight. Yeah, yeah. Um, actually, looking at the collaborative test now, I could have actually probably thrown in another one of the tests. Uh, well, actually, the decoy is not a hologram because it does have health and shield. Okay, well, yeah, you're right. That's true. Um, there was one other thing I wanted to throw in with the collaborative test, uh, and it it's apparent that you can actually do it completely 100% solo. Um, I cannot test this myself anymore because of the point that I've actually reached in the game. But for those who are aware of the first form of the operator, um, apparently using the very first form of operator, you can actually uh, trigger the first pressure pad 
with the frame and then used your operator to trigger the second uh, pressure pad. Was not aware of this. Um, so that's just something a little bit interesting I thought could help a few it's people very out. situational though. Very, very, very situational. Because <laughs> you have to come across that uh, test while you're at that point in the game. Yeah, so it's, it's um, very, very <laughs> peculiar. Um, yeah. But otherwise, it's completely possible with two people. Yeah. I think we did it with two once. Yeah. We tried yeah. it with two. I can't remember. It's a pain in the ass. I hate it, that particular test, personally. <laughs> not not my favourite. Not my favourite. But definitely not the, the most hated in my books. Um, that's probably one I will cover next week. I'll try and smash out two next week because... I honestly thought this one was a lot bigger than it actually is. My bad. <laughs> oh, um, it was it was it was big enough. No, yeah. be proud. Be proud of it, Lucas. Anything to add to that, Greg? Right. No, just that it was um, extremely uh, shit. Painful. <laughs> I hate that freaking one. Very painful. Yes, indeed. All right. But the mod is worth it. <laughs> the mod is worth it. It's extremely worth it. So do it and get it. And it's funny, now, I didn't even know that that was the one for Collection Drift, because I just, I didn't even tie in that there was lore <laughs> with the friggin' things. It was just, you got to do a test and you get a friggin' mod. Which one did I get? Ooh, Collection Drift, great. Um, so, yeah, none of it made any sense to me when I was going through all that, but now it makes sense. So, it is cool. I like it. Yes. All right. Yes. Moving right along, community call-out. This is for you, Lucas. You gave away a cookie right, this week. I, I gave out a cookie, and this cookie is from one of our, or for one of our Discord members, Kev. Um, mentioned a couple of days ago, actually, that um, Gara, if you're playing with a double Gara, her fourth ability will actually refresh both splinter shields, uh, essentially meaning you can just juggle the fourth ability off, off each of them, the, the Mass Vitrify. Just juggle the Mass Vitrify and you'll just both have a constant refresh Splinter Shield. Yeah, and Splinter Shields is important because not only does it give you shields, it gives you bloody damage reduction. Massive damage reduction. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure Mass Vitrify actually buffs Splinter Shield as well, so that's just even more reasons to do it. Yeah, it is super cool. So, thanks Kev, you deserve a cookie. Cephalon cookie, right for you, mate. Mm-hmm, the tastiest of cookies. All right, and now we're on to our brand new segment, Cephalon cookie time. I mean, Cephalon question time. Um, cookies on the mind. You're a bit hungry, Greg. I, I do, and no, I'm not, because I am full and happy and filled with Indian curry, and it is delicious. Um, Wooshy was actually the person who suggested we do Cephalon question time, and she also gave us a shitload of questions. So we are now up to three, question number V3. Uh, and this one is, what would your ideal Warframe be? Oh, no. Now, I threw Lucas into it last week, so I will throw myself into it this week. So, there you go, Lucas. I'm being nice for you, for once. For once. Um, and I had a little bit of a think about this earlier when I was putting, well, when I was finishing the notes, because we don't just put the notes together on the day. We spend the week doing them. Uh, but when I was finishing off the notes, or ideally we spend the week doing them, giggle, giggle, uh, I, I wrote this down and I was having a bit of a think about it. And to be honest, for me, the perfect frame, in my opinion, 
would be an alien frame from Alien 3. Specifically Alien 3. I want to be able to climb walls. I want to be able to run on ceilings. Silently. And I want to be able to jump off those walls and ceilings and do an insta-kill. I'd mm. like to be able to have a tail whip that can cause slash damage. And I'd like to be able to spit acid. Hmm. That's my ideal Warframe. Interesting. And, actually, while I'm on it, I'd like my passive to be Acid Blood. So every time I get shot or hit with a melee attack, I spray acid. Oh, that's cool. That's actually really cool. So I want an alien frame. Hmm. So what's your thoughts, Lucas? What would your ideal Warframe be? Shit, this is this is really a tough one. Um, oh man, why why you do this? <laughs> I didn't do it. it was Wushy, blame Wushy. Damn Wushy. Wushy. <laughs> love love you for making us think, but why? <laughs> Thinking hurts. <laughs> um, I put enough thought into into the advanced topic. Ah oh, ah oh, man. Usually you're on top of this, Lucas. Last week you kicked my ass on this one. Well, you didn't. Well, I, totally I also did. had a good suggestion. Uh, totally your suggestion totally kicked, was I totally kicked your ass like planned. <laughs> your, uh, your, your suggestion was meticulous. <laughs> wow. Go on, come on. Anything. Anything. Frame. What do you what do you want to see? Even if it's just one ability. Go on. Something. Uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say a chimera frame. Um I'm, this I'm, is not the first time I've heard this. No, no, it's not. It would definitely not the first time. But I'm I'm not the kind of person who enjoys the same thing over and over again. I like to swap things up. So that's why I'll jump from Zephyr to Nyx, back to Titania, Zephyr, Nyx, Titania, and then every now and again I'll throw in something different. Um, like lately, it's just been every frame. I'll do one mission with one frame, next mission with another. So a Chimera frame where. It kind of has like a, a similar thing to Equinox, but um, you know your first ability will jump from like one basic form to the next form to the next form kind of thing, uh, and do it like a proper Chimera. So have the first form be like the lion's head, um, and give you very uh, like a very tanky form, but with kind of like a rhino feel like the, the raw the, the the very inspirational just like a lion the feeling of a lion um then you know you jump into the next form and it's the goat's head and when you look at chimeras it's usually the ghost head in in video in video games anyway the, the goat head has a very magic feel to it so instead of when you jump into the goat form you're a lot squishier, but your abilities are more um, are more damage based. And then finally, you do the the snake form, your third form for the snake's head, and that's something say more stealthy. So you basically have like your in layman's terms, you have your warrior, your mage, and your thief all rolled into one frame. 
It works. It's complicated. It's very complicated. I'm a, I'm a simple I'm, guy. I'm You're a complicated, complicated guy. <laughs> <laughs> I want an alien frame. You want a freaking chimera frame. Yeah, I want. I want something. That it just, could work. Just, yeah, it could work. It easily could work. I mean, a lot of but effort. But it would be. Yeah, <laughs> it would be interesting. Yeah, but you know, different different play styles depending on the different form you take. That's three different play styles for one frame. Mm. It could be good. Mm. So there you go, Wushy. Um, let us know what your ideal Warframe would be. Um, actually, not just Wushy, everyone. Um, share with us. What do you think would be cool? Uh, I know that there is a forum post uh, on the official Warframe website that's where they talk about different frames uh there's a few cool ideas there there's one called furion that people keep bringing up which is actually similar to an alien frame uh, but not simple similar enough in my opinion <laughs> a few of the current frames actually came from that suggestion so they've uh, not that suggestion but the the forum posts page. yeah yeah um so you know some of the frames we use now are actually created by fans uh, so keep that in mind. It's it's not so far-fetched to create your own idea. Anyway, um, I guess that is the end of the show for this week. What uh, Do you have anything else to, to throw out there before we leave? Nope. <laughs> okay, good. Um, just making sure, just making sure. Can't wait to get this move done, and uh, can't wait to actually jump into Fortuna. Yeah, so uh, get hype, console people. Uh, next week we'll be able to start talking about Fortuna more. I did want to write a Fortuna review, but I decided to leave it until I actually get it on um, PlayStation, which is where my main um, account is. So it's got all my stuff, and I can actually experience it properly. So I, I didn't do it for that reason. So there'll be more stuff coming over the next couple of weeks. There's a shitload of content planned for the website, actually, uh, just over the next week or two. Uh, as we bump up some of that Warframe 101 content. So we are getting there. If there is anything you want us to, to do or work on or anything you want us to do for any of the episodes, advanced topics, beginner topics, whatever, let us know. We um, we tend to do what people want to hear because we know that that's what people want to hear. Otherwise, <laughs> it's harder to think of it and decide whether or not we think it's what people want to hear. So anyway, the episode notes will be going up within the next hour or two. Um, I'm pretty good at that these days. Uh, if you do need to get in contact with us or want to get in contact with us, check out our website, cephalonsquared.com. It's got all of the different ways of getting in contact with us. Uh, if you want to join our clan, well, I am Mad Capsules. Lucas is Silverlight without a couple of things. He'll spell it in a second. <laughs> <laughs> Reach out to us on PS4. Uh, otherwise, if you want to join us on Switch, Nintendo didn't make it easy. You have to add us as friends in-game. So you have to search in-game for Mad Capsules, add me there, and ask to join the clan. A few people have figured it out and done it, and I've added them to the clan, but others have tried to add me by adding me through the Switch friend system, but they're completely unrelated, which is a real pain in the ass. Uh, so if you do want to join that there, you can even just send me a message on Twitter or wherever and say, hey, can you help me out? And I will help you out. So, check out cephalonsquared.com. That will answer most of your questions. My name's Greg Newbegin. I am Mad Capsules, pretty much all over the place. Lucas, who are you? 
I am Lucas Silvestri and I am Silverlight all over the place. S-I-L-V-R-L-G-H-T. That's why I wanted him to spell it, because it's missing letters in different places. Anyway, thanks to Yarn. Disco underscore box on Twitter for the intro and outro. We have plenty of stuff in the pipeline for you guys, and we have our next um, mini modding tips coming up this week, and I think we are starting on Warframes this we week, aren't we, Lucas? We are starting on Warframes. So that gotta, will be exciting. Look forward to Ash. Gotta dust off our ashes. Indeed, and I just wrote the Warframe 101 on Ash, so... I might have oh, to share that great. article with you, Lucas, so that you can look over it before the thing, because, you know, I am the font of knowledge, oh, apparently. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks again for listening. We will see you in a few days. And uh, yay, Fortuna. Woo. Hype train. Here we go. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Cephalon Squared. If you'd like to contact us, Send an email to cephalonsquared at gmail.com or get in touch via Twitter or Facebook. You can also join our Discord or send us a voice message via the Anchor app. See you next week.